How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. You know, we come to find out that uh, Bob Melvin has handled pretty much everything with aplomb yeah. this year. He's, yeah. been, uh, he's done an all right job, Bob Melvin. Bo Mel, as they call him. Game three of the NLCS tomorrow afternoon, right here on 97.3 The Fan. Welcome back to Gwen and Chris. Chris Ello, Matt Scraby together in our Odyssey Palace Studios. Tony Gwynn Jr., he'll be back with us a little bit later. He's, uh, he's back, actually, he's in Philadelphia with the Padres, but he's on the bus back to the hotel, and uh, he'll be back to the hotel, and he's going to join us for another couple segments later in the show. But, uh, of course, uh, tomorrow we'll be uh, broadcasting live. At Ballast Point, food and drink specials all day, $5 pints of Swing and Fryer Ale. Make sure you stick around. Watch the game tomorrow. It starts at 435. Ballast Point is the official craft beer of the Padres, and the Little Italy location where we'll be broadcasting tomorrow, Scraby, 2215 India Street. That's in San Diego, California. It all starts with Ben and Woods at 6 a.m., followed by the coach, John Cantera. Uh, 10 to 2. Pod Squad is going to be there. Wow. During the coaches' show. Doll things up a little bit. I guess so. I'm not going to be actually out there tomorrow. I heard you're not going to be out there, which yes. means I'll be out there alone. With Braden's apprentice, though. Yeah, Braden's going to hang out with me for a little while. You're going to be back in studio tomorrow. But my point is, without you there, <laughs> there goes go my draw. <laughs> Don't go this route. Because people, people are going to come to Ballast Point tomorrow, and they're all going to say the same thing. Where's Scraby? Well, they're going to also say, where's Tony? And you're where's Tony? Like, I'm right here. Nobody's going to say, where's Chris? I, and that's when you say, I'm right here. I'm right here. You know, I have to say, I respect uh, a couple gentlemen that came last Friday and never got to say it on this show, but I respect them because they walked up to us. They asked me, where's where's Tony? And I said, oh, he's getting ready for the show. And they said, cool, and just walked away. And I was like, all right, that's fine. I respect all you. All they you wanted to do was Tony, meet Tony Gwynn Jr. Okay. That's all I'd want to meet is Tony Gwynn Jr. By the way, uh, Tony got some airtime yesterday during game two. Uh, John Smoltz had some really, really nice things to say about uh, Mr. Padre, the great Tony Gwynn, and they showed a shot, a couple of different shots of the statue out in the uh, in Gallagher Square and the park in the park, and uh, then they showed Tony Gwynn Jr. I asked Tony if he knew he was going to be on camera, and he said he did. He, oh, really? Well, he said out of the corner of his eye while he was doing the radio broadcast, he saw that they were talking about his dad. <laughs> and he knows that whenever they talk about his dad, eventually they show a shot of him. 
So he was kind of aware that he'd get a little airtime. But uh, <laughs> I got choked up yesterday listening to John Smoltz just talk about, I mean, things I already knew. We all already knew, you know, that Tony was the greatest, you know, the greatest guy ever. And it's just such a shame that he's not around to see this, not to be a witness to what the Padres are doing right now. Uh, yesterday, of course, it was a beautiful comeback victory, 8-5 to five over the Phillies that evened up the NLCS at a game apiece. No, no, Joe. We'll uh, tow the rubber in Game 3 tomorrow at Citizens Bank Park. Uh, we're going to hear from Bob Melvin, his uh, pregame or day off press conference from Philadelphia. We'll get that in here Everything shortly. is just different about the playoffs in regards to media. Like, on off days, you're not required during the regular season to do media or do a workout or anything. Well, but in the NLCS, the you are required. Got to promote the playoff game. Speaking of the American League Championship Series, by the way, the Houston Astros with a 4-2 victory last night over the New York Yankees. Game two is in Houston tonight. It gets underway at about 435 this afternoon, so we'll keep an eye on that. Of course, we're headed towards Thursday night football here. On 97.3 The Fan, a battle between the 2-4 and four New Orleans Saints and the 2-4 and four Arizona Cardinals coming your way for you football fans after our program is over about 90 minutes from right now. Uh, but before we get to any and all of that, Scraby has a little daily gambit business to take care of. Do you like money? I think about money a lot. Do you like money without doing anything? Uh, duh, winning. Do you want to make money while watching sports? I think Washington is a mortal lock. Washington! Woohoo! If you answered yes, this is your segment. Just don't blame us when you lose. Nothing is ever your fault. It's your game. Take it. Gwen and Chris go through the top bets of the day in The Daily Gambit on 97.3 The Fan. Uh, Daily Gambit, our daily sports betting segment here on Gwen and Chris. We haven't really done it in a few days. We've been a little bit busy talking about something else. But with the day off, I'm going to update everyone on the odds for what the Padres are doing. But we're going to start with the NFL real quick because, uh, as Chris said, the Saints and the Cardinals are going to be taking over the airwaves here at 430 And DeAndre Hopkins, Chris, is making his return to the Arizona Cardinals after being suspended six games to start the season for performance-enhancing drugs. Yes, and we welcome back with open arms. (laughs) Do we? we Yes, we love to have cheaters back on the field. It's yeah, very important. Uh, I would watch. God, we, 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 kind is, of, we kind of have a situation too close to home, so I, I can't we comment t- I on know, it. But who's not cheating out there? People, stop it. He uh, DeAndre Hopkins. And, and oh, of course he claimed he okay. didn't do it. It All was right. a tainted sample. Yes. And well, no, he said he just didn't he had realize. Nothing wrong. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Fernando said the doing. same thing. Anyway, no, this course. isn't a conversation about that. That's but not the conversation. DeAndre Hopkins is coming back to the Cardinals tonight, and uh, he should be playing now. Cardinals are a two-and-a-half-point favorite over the Saints tonight with Andy Dalton, that quarterback, yes. for them. I would like the Cardinals at 12-and-a-half uh, points with Andy Dalton, at quarterback. See, I- I'm not willing to go that far, but I don't really think the Cardinals are that good. I don't really think the Saints are that good, but I think the Saints are probably better than the Cardinals. You think the Saints are better than the Cardinals? Yeah, Saints I mean, have a little better defense, but uh, I think the Cardinals with Hopkins back in there, their offense will open up a little bit. James Conner, I don't believe, is supposed to play tonight. Good point. But uh, with Hopkins there, it opens things up for Murray to run around a little more, make some plays. 
I think you'll see the Cardinals offense uh, get going here a little bit tonight. So I'm going to take the Cardinals. You can have the Saints. All right. If you'd like. But I, I would never bet a penny on Andy Dalton. <laughs> Not the, those, a single penny. That is uh, an adage to live by, I think. Pretty uh, good adage. DeAndre yeah. Hopkins is over under five and a half catches tonight. I would have a hard time believing he's going to get six catches tonight just in his first yeah, game back. Yeah, you're going to bet under? I, I think I'm going to go under. I think Kyler Murray is going to try to get him involved. Just force it to I mean, him? Who else does he have? I mean, it's true. You know, he's got, he just got Robbie Anderson. Yeah, but, but he, doesn't, he, uh, he has no uh, coordination with Robbie Anderson. Hollywood Brown is for, out, I believe. Hollywood Brown's out for a while the rest of the season or oh, most oh, of the really? rest of the season. That's why, they that got, that's why they got Robbie Anderson. So uh, I think he'll throw to... Uh, yeah, All right, I'm going to go on the over there. He's going to have at least six questions. Six questions. Six, six questions. questions. Ugh, okay. six catches. Now, to baseball, the Padres and the Phillies. If you, Who do you think is going to be the NLCS MVP, Chris? Give, give me a name. Who do, who do you think? Who do I think is going to be the NLCS MVP? That's a good question. Uh, but, you know, I'll, I'll go with the obvious choice. Manny? Yeah, I'll go Manny. Uh, that is a plus 500 bet right now. That is the top... Odds on the board: Bryce Harper plus five fifty. Bryce um, Harper is the best hitter in this series, and and I shouldn't be saying that on San Diego radio because people might get upset with me. But Bryce Harper, tell me you're not scared to death every time he comes to the plate. No, I, I certainly am. Fan. I certainly am. I'm looking at some of these other guys, and uh, I think Manny and Bryce are the only way to go here. Juan Soto is a plus eight fifty. If you want to throw something out there and see a long shot. Uh, who knows? Brandon Drury, plus 1,600. He has a couple more home runs in the series. He could be the NLCS MVP. Yeah, it's very much up for grabs right now. It is. It's too early for that. It's, it's too a little early. too early to tell. Uh, you know, Josh Hader could end up winning this thing. You know, he the is, Hader, plus 3,500. You know, Hader's uh, saved the last four Padre wins. Yes, he, he has. I didn't realize he had saved. He saved all three games of the Dodgers series. And then he saved the oh, first yeah. victory the Padres had in this series. So Josh Hader's already got four saves. Keep in mind, he has struck out eight batters in a row now over That's his last three point. appearances. He's plus 3,500. You're kind of selling me on He's this. He's on fire. Maybe go Josh Hader to save three more games. Yeah. Maybe they give him the MVP. The payout is is great if he does get the MVP. I mean, do they name closers MVP often? I don't if they strike out every single batter they face. They should be named the, the <laughs> MVP. Should a, they should get some consideration for it. Yeah. Uh, all right, so the series score, so basically what does the series end up at? If you think it's going to go six games in the Padres' favor, it's a plus 375 bet. If you think it's going to go seven games in the Padres' favor, it's a 325 bet. Uh, if the Padres end up winning the next three games and win the series four games to one, plus 700 yeah that's 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 long odds I, I mean i think these teams are so closely matched i'd be surprised that the padres can sweep them but i do think the padres can win two out of three yeah and cut back home here monday with a chance to go to the world series like a so, six game series you're thinking maybe it. yeah i'd love it man six games I, I it's about what i thought it would be when the series started and i, I haven't changed my opinion uh let's uh go some of the player props uh, where did it go? DraftKings just switched on me. Player props. Anyway, uh, here's a fun one. In what you got? the championship series, uh, in the entire Padres-Philly series, who do you think is going to hit the most home runs? Cause, uh, which player? Yeah, which player? Because, uh, what, Kyle Schwerber has one. Um, Kyle Schwerber has five. 
in this series? I was like, what? What did I miss? Should count as more than one. I think Bryce Harper's going to hit the most home runs in this Plus series. Plus 400. Plus 400? That's a good one. Bryce Harper's on fire right now. I mean, even when he makes an out, he's hitting the ball on the button. Yeah, he is. I'd be very worried about him if I were the Padres. And I'd start, I'd start thinking of pitching around him a little more as this series goes along. Put the pressure on... Uh, Castellano sitting behind him because Castellano's swinging a rusty gate right now. Yeah, so I, I, I'd put the pressure on Castellanos. I'd start pitching around Harper if I was the Padres. We'll see what they do. Uh, last one, Joe Musgrove is pitching tomorrow wait night a for the Padres. I just wait. Whoa, whoa, who's Dalton Guthrie? I have no idea. Nor do I. Why? Because I'm looking at the odds of the player to record the most home runs, and Dalton Guthrie is at <laughs> plus ten thousand. <laughs> And I'm wondering who he is. Uh, have we seen he him? Must I'm, be I'm a backup for it. the Phillies that I don't in. know of. Dalton Guthrie. You can get plus ten thousand on Luis Campusano to hit the most home runs. Oh, he's a he's a right fielder. Dalton Guthrie. Yeah, I don't Man, think he's, he's going to have to have a crazy series. He's going to have to play. Uh, yes, that's also the true. Most home runs. So. Um, all right, before we go to break, Joe Musgrove over under five and a half strikeouts for tomorrow night. Come on, no, no, Joe. He's over for sure. Yeah, I'm going to always go with no, no, yeah. Joe in these situations. He's too good. Yeah. That's it for the Daily Gambit. All right. Enjoy the game. It's uh, tomorrow. Of course, tonight it's NFL football. We're headed that way. Coming up on the show, uh, we are going to hear from Bob Melvin, his off-day press conference in Philadelphia. We're also going to hear from our guy, John Heyman, MLB Odyssey Insider, uh, is going to join us to talk about these playoffs and the Manny Machado snub in the gold glove balloting. So uh, that's coming up here at the bottom of the hour. Stick around for that and more as Gwen and Chris continues after a check of traffic right here. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast how powerful is cox internet powerful enough to let your band members in vegas phoenix and rhode island jam like you're all in the same garage Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Welcome back to Gwen and Chris. 322 is the time. Chris, hello, Matt, Scraby, together in our Odyssey Palace Studios. Tony Gwynn Jr. roaming around Philadelphia. I think he's running the Rocky Steps right now. I ran the Rocky Steps one time. I think everybody has if everybody's you've been to Philadelphia. Yeah, and they don't even laugh at you when you get to the top. They're just like, <laughs> all right, buddy, get down. Uh, but, yes, I have done it before, and Tony will be back on the program here before we are done. This hour on 97.3 The Fan. Brought to you by Pfizer and BioNTech. Charging a cell phone can be like getting a booster shot. So a booster is given to enhance or restore protection after a primary series vaccination. That wanes over time. Schedule an appointment when you are eligible. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. John Heyman coming up at the bottom of the hour. Our Odyssey MLB insider. But before that, let's get to Philadelphia and hear from Bob Melvin and his day off press conference between games two and three of the NLCS. Obviously, this isn't going to be the first hostile environment that you guys have faced in this postseason. How much of those previous experiences possibly help you? And also, with regards to this venue specifically, is there anything unique about it that changes any of your strategies or base running approach or anything like that during during the series? No, I think it's just, you know, today getting used to the field out there. Guys have played here once before this season, so um, really no secrets as far as how the the field plays. Maybe a little bit cooler, but... um, yeah, I think anytime you, you run through a couple different series in the postseason, you go through some games that, you know, win or lose, you go home, that in hostile environments, you gain a little, you know, perspective and, and certainly confidence from that. I know you talked about it before, but five games in a row now, how much does that possibly change your lineup constructions and or how you handle your bullpen over these series? Yeah, I, it's, it's probably a little bit more bullpen, how long we go with our starters, but each and every day is going to kind of dictate how the next day goes. Um, you know, typically we get longer starts out of Joe, which should help us leading off five days in a row, but you're not sure. And so we'll, we'll take it day to day. And, and, you know, we haven't even announced a starter for the second day here yet. On the Nor aisle. will I today. Sorry. On the aisle on the left. There's kind of that, that old adage, the road teams t- take a road, take one road game and the kind of the series is in your advantage. Kind of on the other side of that, do you almost feel like winning one of the games against Philly's two tops, you know, one of the top starters kind of flips the script for you guys a little bit? You know, these things flip around so quickly uh, that your mindset can change from game to game. So we've been pretty good about over the course of the season just worrying about one game. We've been able to respond to tough losses this year, you know, starting at the very beginning of the season. So uh, I don't think we look too far into it. We know we're here for three games. We're going to try to win all of them individually. Whether that happens or not, I'm not sure. But, you know, look, they, they, they deserve to win the first game. We got one hit. So we needed to win yesterday. Now we're here, and they're all going to be separate games for us. Kevin? Hey, Bob, how unique is Joe? And I, I mean sort of specifically his ability to, like, take it all in, to, like, know all his teammates, to be a leader, to embrace the pressure, and then also focus? 
Well, he's as good as anybody we have at that. And, and you've heard, you know, what he had to say here about, you know, it's one thing to go into a game confident and, and you know, visualizing success. But it's always important to understand there could be another side to that. It doesn't go smoothly. You know, I have a card that is a semi-script how I think the game's going to go, and it doesn't very often go exactly as planned. So you have to be able to understand that there are going to be some moments that you have to dig deep and, and kind of will yourself through. So, you know, whether that's on the mound, whether it's understanding what is needed in a clubhouse from day to day, He's really worked himself into a role where he's as much of a leader as we have here, you know, especially on the pitching staff. So good guy to have, you know, pitching the first game of series on the road. AJ, on the left. Kind of taking that concept with Joe over the course of the whole season. He did have some struggles in the middle there, but uh, he pulled himself out of it. He was kind of confident throughout that he would. What what did you see that allowed him to, to do that, to kind of get back to where he was at the beginning? Well, you know, I think he embraced the fact that it's a challenge. Things aren't going well, and I can either – you know, run from it, or I'm going to face it head on and work my way out of it. So it took him a while, you know, during the middle of the season. Well, I think he what, was 6-0 and or whatever to start um, and then had some challenges. But I think all those things over the course of a season, coming out of it, pitching some of your best baseball at the end of the season kind of shows you about his character a little bit and, and you know, puts him in a situation where he's going to feel confident going into tomorrow. Really well equipped for this challenge of potentially five games in five days, given how how often you've asked your starters to go deep in games, maybe more so than some other teams? I hope, but, you know, you know, we'll have one game where we might not have a starter condition to go too deep in the game. So you have to be aware of that and see how each day plays into the next. But in general, I think, you know, we've, we've been let our starters go a little bit. And I think at this time of year, when a lot of bullpens are maybe run down a little bit, I think maybe ours has been saved a little bit by the use of the starters. Bryce. Bob, the, you know, Josh Hader obviously struggled mightily after the trade deadline, and now he's been dominant for maybe the last month and certainly in the playoffs. Maybe not mechanically or approach-wise, but is there a way to explain how difficult that mental journey is to flip that switch, not get too down on yourself, not let the season unravel and collapse, and then to be this Josh, Josh Hader right now? It doesn't surprise me that he's been able to do that. He's done this for a while. You're always going to go through some tough periods. The toughest role on any baseball team is the closer because if you pitch poorly, your team loses. So, and you go through a stretch where it's not going great, it, it can wear on you. But if anybody was capable of, of pitching his way through that, as you saw him, new team, you know, all, all the things to kind of thrown at him at a time when maybe he wasn't pitching his best. But it doesn't surprise any of us that he's pitching the way that he is right now because of his experience and how tough-minded he is and how he kind of looks at the game in general. On one hand, I know awards aren't the end-all for lots of people in baseball, but any reaction to, to Manny not being among the final three finalists for the gold glove at third? Yeah, I'm a little biased, obviously, but I'm, I'm surprised by it. You know, it's... You know, we have some guys on there that I'm glad that are on there. I think the one that is missing and is pretty glaring and obvious would be Manny. Up here in the front. <clears throat> what are you expecting out of Suarez for them? Uh, I know he, early in the year he faced you. And going beyond that, their pitching, do you know sort of play this chess game and what they might be doing and you're doing and how does that all play in? It, it doesn't. Just tomorrow plays in. And he pitched a good game against us at our place. So, you know, we know that. We... 
have some guys that have faced him, not a ton of at-bats against him. So you go in with as much experience as you, as you can. You know, he can be really, really good. So, you know, we'll just take it that far. The next day might look similar to what we have to do, and, and when we get there, then we'll deal with the next day. About your bullpen, do you know, you know, do you just, what guy's coming in where for them and, and plan around that at all, or you just have to just see? When they come in, we deal with it. So, I mean, you know which guys, you, they showed you in game one who they were going to rely on, you know, in those instances. Um, but, you know, they, they've had a pretty good bullpen here recently, too. So there are a lot of good arms that come out of that bullpen. How they deploy it, I don't know. But we, we, we take each challenge as they come in. The far left. Hi, Skip. Uh, Manny is not on the finalist, but you, have, you guys have a four finalists as a shortstop, second base, center, and right field. Uh, could you share your thought about them? Yeah, look, I, I'm proud of all of them. Um, you know, obviously the one that we're extremely sentimental about is, is Kim being able to finalist at short. I, I don't know that there's a better defensive shortstop that I've seen this year. You know, the metrics can look a little different for everybody, but he's been a consistent performer for us and, you know, defensively kind of our heartbeat. Trent Grisham, obviously not surprising. You know, his numbers are going to be off the charts, even in a down year for him offensively, he continues to perform. You know, Juan's going to be in in any talk from Silver Slugger to to Gold Glove to anything, just on being you know the premier player that he is. And, and Jake, look, Jake's putting a lot of hard work at second base to become the the guy that he is. Durable, out there every day, makes not only the routine plays but the really good play. First time this year in the shift. You know, Manny was in the shift last year, so had that challenge as well. He's all those guys have performed beautifully. All right, Bob Melvin there in Philadelphia between Game 2 and Game 3 of the NLCS. You are now up to date. You have heard from the skipper. Gwen and Chris program continues, and when we return, our Odyssey MLB insider John Heyman will join us. I'm not going to leave it up to John to explain it, but I'm certainly going to ask him how in the world Manny Machado yeah. could not be a finalist for the National League Gold Glove at third base. We will discuss that. We will discuss the first two games of the series. We will get some of John's thoughts on what's ahead as this series continues. We'll also talk about the ALCS. It all comes up when we return right here with Chris Sello, Matt Scraby, Tony Gwynn Jr., Gwynn and Chris, 97.3 The Fan. Seven is the time when Chris returns here on 97.3 The Fan. We're about an hour away from our coverage of Thursday night football. The New Orleans Saints and the Arizona Cardinals up tonight. Both teams are 2-4. and four, Both looking to get in the win column. Boy, that's a shocking statement right there. No, Not actually, really. they're both <laughs> hoping to lose this one tonight to better their draft selection. Uh, anyway, oh, we're tanking already. You're already tanking in week seven. Wow, yes. I had no idea. Yes, I got the memo earlier from both squads. Dang. Cardinals and Saints what? tonight. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I apologize to everyone. I just ate an there. apple. I apologize. <laughs> apologize to everybody for me. Okay. Tomorrow, we will be broadcasting live from Ballast Point, Little Italy, starting at 6 a.m. with Ben and Woods, followed by the coach, John Cantera. 10 to 2. He'll be joined by the Swinging Friar. Wow. And also the Pod Squad will be making an appearance from 10 a.m. to noon. Then Gwyn and Chris, our program starts at 2 o'clock tomorrow afternoon from Ballast Point, Little Italy. 
leading right up to the pregame show at 3.37 p.m. There will be food and drink specials all day, like $5 pints of swing and fryer ale. Stick around to watch the game. It starts at 4.37. That's game three of the NLCS tomorrow. Ballast Point is the official craft beer of the Padres, and we will be at the Little Italy location 2215 India Street. We will see all of you tomorrow. Right now, we are very happy, as always, on Thursday, joined by our Odyssey MLB insider, joining us on the premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline, John Heyman. And insider calls presented by BetQL. Get access to data and insights. The sportsbooks don't want you to see Bet Smarter beat the books. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. Oh, before I get to John, sorry, John, we have to check traffic in San Diego right now. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. Thanks for joining us. How are you today, sir? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? <laughs> We're doing great. Uh, John, obviously we want to talk NLCS, uh, touch on the ALCS, but it's kind of the big elephant in the room around here. The uh, Gold Glove uh, finalists were announced today in Major League Baseball. And though the Padres were certainly well represented with four finalists, it is hard for any of us to believe that Manny Machado, one of the most fluid uh, defensive third basemen we've ever seen, did not even get as far as to be a finalist in the National League. Um, and, and let's please say that – let's please point out before I, you even have to answer, John Heyman doesn't do this vote, people. John doesn't have a vote here. John also said that Manny was his NL MVP. So. And John also said that Manny was his NL MVP. So, anyway, John, just tell us, how does this happen? I mean, I, I, I don't <laughs> want to take anything away from these other guys. I'm sure they're all great. I know Arenado, right. but it's hard to believe Machado isn't at least a finalist. 
Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. I, you know, I, they, they've gotten gold gloves wrong for forever. But, yeah, the writers, uh, we can blame, you can blame the writers for the MVP or Cy Young or those, but not the gold glove. We're not involved. Uh, yeah, I I don't get it. Uh, you know, I will say third base, very, very strong. Arenado, Hayes, and Machado are three of the best defensive players in baseball at any position. Um, you know, I haven't seen enough of McMahon. I, I have not heard that he is in that category. I hear he's very good, but I mean, yeah, yeah I don't see how they would leave out Machado. Uh, you know, it, it, the way he's performed now on the big stage is really makes them look bad. But to me, it seems obvious. If you're going to ask me who are the best five defensive players in baseball, he would certainly be on my list at any position, probably even top three. So uh, it's, it's, you know, there isn't always justice in the world, and this is another example. It's a head-scratcher for sure, John. Is this – I mean, can we say that maybe that Manny Machado's not liked by managers, coaches around baseball, or it could this just be that he makes everything look so easy? Because it, every time the Padres play an opponent, it seems like their manager says, oh, my God, Machado's unbelievable at third base. But they didn't vote that way, so it's just weird. Yeah, um, I don't know. I mean, I would say – you know, I, I don't have the analytics, all the metrics in front of me. I think probably Hayes was best on the numbers. He is terrific. Uh, Renato obviously has a great rep as well. Um, to me, I'll take Machado over anybody. So that's me. But, again, I didn't have a vote in this. Uh, you know, sometimes the best man doesn't always win. <laughs> that's all I can tell you. Yeah, I was just uh, received a DM saying that Manny Machado's saber in defensive index this year was negative two point four. So, I I don't know what that saber thing is looking at, but uh, not what I was looking at. Anyway, we're talking to John Heyman, Odyssey MLB insider, on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Now let's get to the Padres in the playoffs. They went, they took three, or they they won the series against the Mets. Then. They won the series against the Dodgers, and now they're tied in their series against the Phillies in the NLCS. I just want to get your reaction to what you thought when the Padres were able to take down the Dodgers uh, over the weekend. Amazing. Good, great for them. Um, you know, and obviously anything can happen in a short series. I know there were complaints about it being a five-game series in the division series. Well, the division series has always been five games, and there's, always, there's upsets in the seven-game series. There's upsets in the five. I can remember, you know, a ton of World Series that I've covered where the prohibitive favorite uh, lost, whether it be the 1990 A's, whether it be uh, the, the Tigers with Scherzer and Verlander. Um, you know, I mean, the Twins won with, I think, 85 or 87 wins. Uh, there have been just a number of upsets, whether it's five or seven. And good for the Padres. They're a very good team. I think they're better than their record. I thought they underachieved this year, not like last year when they were the all-time underachiever. But I did think they were better than their record. And, um, you know, I mean, they have, do not have a good record against the Dodgers, as you guys will know ordinarily. So it, it, it is quite an upset, but I think it's great for baseball. And as I said, I think they're a very good team, better than their record. And I don't get the complaints at all about the format. The format's the same as it's always been and good for the Padres for pulling off the big upset. I'm glad you said that, John, because, you know, I mean, not only the format, but, I mean, the other part of it was the complaint that the, you know, the Dodgers had to, you know, sit out six games because of the bye in the first round of the playoffs. 
Well, all right. The Dodgers and Braves both sat out, and they both lost. But you know what? The Yankees and Astros sat out in the American League, and they both won. So I, I don't right. see well, that argument carrying a whole lot of weight, to be honest with you. No, and the Braves, uh, the Braves had uh, four days off for the previous year, and uh, they ended up winning the World Series. So, uh, yeah, I, I think anybody will take the days off over having to play that round. There's no comparison. Sometimes there is that rust versus rest argument, uh, but better to have the days off to set up your pitching the way you want it. And uh, no, there really is no good excuse. I don't think you'll hear it from the teams, maybe from the fans, but not from the teams. Uh, no, there was no great disadvantage to it. Yeah. And the other thing, John, real quick, is, is the Braves. The Braves got it with 88 wins last year. If the Padres or Phillies win it this year, it'll be a team with 89 or 87 wins. Will that be something that concerns baseball, or is that just dumb luck and that's the way it goes? It shouldn't. I mean, we knew going in that the top six teams made it in each league, and, of course, there was some fear that there'd be a team with 80 wins or something like that getting in. That didn't happen. All the teams that got in are good teams. The Phillies are better than their record. They were much better once they hired a new manager. They lost Harper for a long time. Still were able to beat up the Brewers, another solid team, and make the playoff. And, uh, you know, I, I, I certainly won't complain. I hope nobody does. I, I, like I said, the Mets in 73, they had, they had 83, 82 or 83 wins. They were in the World Series, took it to Game 7. Um, you know, it happens, and uh, teams get hot, and uh, there should be no complaints. I, I do think that the Padres and Phillies are better than their record. If they are able to win the World Series, it would be a great accomplishment. I mean, you know, they're going to have to get past either the Yankees or the Astros, teams that won 99 in 106 games, too. So, uh, I, I, the complaints, I think, are silly. We're talking to John Heyman, Odyssey MLB Insider here on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad Fan Hotline. Now, let's just expand to the rest of the playoffs. What is your dream World Series matchup coming uh, between the four teams that we have choices from? Uh, well, you know, I, I always like my predictions to come out. I had Houston as the World Series loser at the beginning of the year to the Dodgers, so and I had the Padres making the playoffs and not the Phillies. So uh, I'll take I'll take a Houston versus uh, Padres World Series. It'll make me look slightly better. Not that anybody beside myself will even notice. But, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I think it's it, the fan reaction was fantastic. Uh, we, we after the uh, Guardians-Yankees game, we, we hit a bar on the way back in Cleveland, and uh, it really looked like uh, amazing. And I, I love to see the teams rewarded that really put out an effort at the deadline. Philly put out a good effort, obviously, getting – uh, Robertson and uh, March and Syndergaard, but I mean nobody put out the effort that the Padres did. I, I know the Mets bragged about not trading any of their nine, top 19 prospects. Well, that's great. Where they're sitting at home, whereas the Padres traded five of their best 10 prospects. You know, maybe their best three or four. So uh, I, you know, I give them credit. They they took a gamble. They're paying big bucks for a mid market, and uh, I think it's great. John, last thing before we let you go, uh, just uh, you like the Padres maybe over the Phillies, but I think all of us feel like it's going to be tight, may go six, seven games. What ultimately would make the difference if the Padres win the series? You know, I think 
you know, Musgrove as your number three starter is going good. The Mets are still uh, still <laughs> wondering how he pitched so great. Uh, you know, he, he came out, he was clean, and th- that's the end of the story. But, you know, then you're hearing from them that, uh, you know, the spin rate and uh, after he was checked and the spin went spin rate went way up. Well, in their mind, that means he knows he's not getting checked again, so he can do whatever he wants. I mean, they went out and checked him, and they found nothing. So he's in it in my mind, uh, but, you know, the Mets were uh, astounded by how how great his uh, breaking balls moved. Uh, somebody told uh, on the bench, said that the pitch, well, it was a pitch to Vogelback that they said was the greatest pitch anyone's ever seen. Uh, they, were mar- they were marveling at him, and, uh, and I don't think people know this, but I heard that the general manager, Billy Epler, actually called the league office early in that game uh, I mean, I, you know, there's nothing the league office is going to do except tell them, you know, deal with it on the field. The umpires are in charge once the game starts. So I guess the Mets tried and they failed, and Musgrove is innocent. But uh, I do think that it is an advantage to have your number three starter be that kind of pitcher. Well, we're hoping that it will be the case and the Mets can bellyache all they want. Uh, because uh, the you know the facts are the facts as far as we know. No, no, Joe is uh, he is beyond reproach as you know here in San Diego, being one of our own. Hey, John, thanks for the time as always. We'll talk to you soon. Enjoy the rest of the ALCS. All right, guys. Best of luck. You betcha. There he thanks, goes, John, John Heyman. And uh, God, I hope we have him on during a World Series that the Padres are in. That would be something. That was some interesting stuff How about that, he just, that? that he just added to the fire, though, about Joe Musgrove. I kind of thought that whole thing was over and, frankly, didn't want to deal with it any longer. But he says that the Mets general manager was actually calling the league office early in the game about Joe Musgrove. I, I'm, t- I'm serious, man. He was totally in the heads of the New York Mets from the top of their organization all the way to the bottom. Yeah. I mean, that's incredible. I mean... Joe Musgrove's that good. I mean, he's thrown a no-hitter. He was the best pitcher in baseball for the first two months of the season, if anybody would recall. And it just it does bother me that the Mets called everything into question. I said it at the time. The fact that this has been carried out a little bit more. Uh, I don't think John Heyman is carrying it out. He's just telling us what's going on in New York. But it, it's amazing. This thing's been over for, what, two weeks now? Since the Mets have been eliminated, the, the mighty Mets the, couldn't have been eliminated. Are, are they going to cry all the way to uh, yes, the to April yes. about this? The answer is yes. I mean, you know, come on, Mets, uh, show a little class. You got beat. Musgrove was checked. He was rechecked. He was checked. For not only was he checked in that inning, but as we've said before, they check these guys every inning or two when they come off the mound. Yeah, still. I mean, every pitcher has to be subjected to uh, a quick search when they come off the mound. So I really find it hard to believe that uh, anyway. (laughs) No, I I get it. And it's it's funny that he said um, that they they thought, oh, well, he has nothing to lose now that they've checked him. Where is he going to get the substance from? The Mets are just throwing stuff at the wall, hoping that something sticks. Yeah, it's not, and it's it sticks is kind of the wrong word. Oh to yes, use there. hey, oh, that was probably the inappropriate. <laughs> but I didn't. Word to yeah, use. no pun intended. Well, uh, look, I, Musgrove has been he's been unhittable before. He's been he was unhittable early in the season, and he was ramped up for that Met game. He pitched a sensational game. You know, Zach Wheeler. Uh, as good as he is, 
He shut down the Padres on one hit over seven innings. We didn't. No one checked on him. Night. Should we all be checking Zach Wheeler? The, saying the, he's, yeah. in, he's incapable of pitching that kind of a game? It's like the, the Josh Hader thing. He's never thrown a 100-mile-an-hour uh, pitch in his career until the playoffs. And don't show anybody that because he has to be cheating because he's doing something he's never done before. Justin Verlander had 11 strikeouts last night. They must have And all he's like been 100 the... years old. <laughs> we should check him. He's like 100 years old. You know the thing that makes me sad when I hear you say that? Why? Because he's like 25 years younger than I am. <laughs> How old is he? He's got to be <laughs> like know, late 30s. Yeah, he's got to get up there. He's getting up there. I, I say late 30s like I'm not late 30s. Yeah. Well, hey, look, it, this whole Musgrove thing, I guess it's not going to go away. I, I, I kind of thought it was all done. But evidently, they're still, they're still bellyaching about it in New York. And to be honest with you, I'm pretty happy to hear them bellyaching about it. I mean, think about, yeah, you're I right. I hope they bellyache about it all the way until the next time Musgrove sticks it to him next year. The Joe Musgrove, he was in their head, as you said, because think about that. They are worried in the in the beginning of the game that he's cheating. That's They, they were focused on this cheating thing, it sounds like. Sounds like Buck Showalter, maybe not as much at fault as I thought he was. Might have been getting phone calls from the general manager during the game. Just watch the game, dude. Dude, I mean that's that's like your that's boss sad. coming down and, and like you're you're doing a project or something, and your boss comes down and just does everything and tells you what to do, and you're like, hey, I thought this was my. By the project. way, has Brian Kenny been fired yet? No, I haven't heard from him in a while, though. Yeah, I haven't heard from him in a while. Did I tell you the other night when uh, we were in the clubhouse uh, after the Dodgers series, Uh-oh. and there was an MLB Network reporter in there? Oh yes, it took I... everything I had not to chew the guy's head off. It it's wasn't... not his fault. I know, but he's still holding the flag that had MLB Network on it, and I was like. He's going to have a lot of guts if he goes over and asks Joe Musgrove for an interview right now. And I thought, if Joe, if Joe steps in to take the interview, I might have to intervene. You're going to intervene I with Joe Musgrove? Inter- I was going to intervene and tell Joe not to oh, do the interview. Thank everything in the stars happen. above that, that did not happen. Excuse me, Joe. Do you really think you should do an interview with these yo-yos? Uh, excuse me, sir. MLB Network. I am Joe's handler. He will not be doing an interview with you. And then Joe would go, huh? uh, excuse me, who the hell are you? <laughs> All right. We'll take a quick timeout when we come back. Speaking of Joe, we're going to hear from Joe. Oh, yeah. On the uh, eve of his game three start. So that's next. We'll also have Tony returning for our NFL Pick'em segment. Stick around. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.
We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.